0: The CBD to Mawson Lakes and the Outer Harbour and Grange Lines are out of action until first service on Tuesday morning. The Transport Department's Paul Commode says it's to make way for works on the Torrens Rail Junction project.
1: The Torrens Rail Junction project involves separating the freight and passenger rail lines and removing level crossings at Park Terrace and Gibson Street. Park Terrace in particular, the level crossing there is one of South Australia's busiest. With more than 160 passenger trains going through there each day.
0: Government backbenchers are questioning the clean energy report by Chief Scientist Alan Finkel. Dr Finkel's report proposes a target to help reduce carbon emissions and lower electricity prices.
2: Good morning everyone, welcome to Adventure Before Dementia on Hills Radio and with Anita and Mike (laughs) this morning until nine o'clock. It is of course a long weekend.
0: Oh and the birds are singing and the weather is lovely out there, just perfect for the long weekend. That's
2: right, I believe this cloud cover will clear at some (laughs) stage.
0: (laughs) Wet and miserable.
2: Now Adventure Before Dementia, if you haven't tuned in before, is your weekly dose of camping, four-wheel driving and just getting out
0: there and experiencing the great outdoors. Ah yes, it is and who doesn't? Who doesn't love to do that?
2: Yep, but it is winter, it is a little bit cold and uh, we are talking today about keeping warm. So we've got some fantastic strategies that we've racked our brains for minutes, seconds, maybe even hours
0: (laughs) to... uh, how to keep warm when you're out camping, which sometimes can be quite a challenge and sometimes not.
2: Hmm, that's right. So what have you got lined up for us this morning? A bit of a tune, perhaps, to get us into the throes of things.
0: Yeah, we'll head off to a great little tune by Evan and the Brave, Stay This Way and stay tuned to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM, Hills Radio. Nice little tune there to start off your lovely Saturday morning on this Queen's birthday long weekend. That was Evan and the Brave and Stay This Way. You're listening to Mike and Anita on Adventure Before Dementia here on Hills Radio 88.9 FM. We're on until 9 o'clock this morning. And if you want to know something about or if you've got a great tip on how to keep warm while you're camping, hit us up on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9
2: and we're talking about keeping warm this morning uh, which is very apt considering we are into winter now and uh, we've got a couple of tips for you and the first one is to actually keep moving you find that uh, yes keep (laughs) moving you find that it's very easy to get cold while you're sitting down and doing nothing but when you're out out and about and doing things uh, it's you are quick to get distracted from the environmental conditions. Let's a say.
0: little bit of exercise, so a little bit of light exercise, not enough to sweat though, because if you sweat, that's when you start retaining the moisture and you keep you stay wet. So if you can get the blood pumping, it gives off excess heat. So do a few jumping jacks. Oh, jumping jacks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe a few squats. Everyone loves a squat, surely. Yeah, no. Oh, not that sort of squat. Uh,
0: and, of course, if you get wet, you've got to change your clothes, and that's pretty awful when yep. it's freezing, absolutely freezing outside. Yep. So another thing is, is if you do get wet after you have a shower, which I haven't written here, but if you do... Because
2: that's about getting wet, not staying dry.
0: Well, Definitely. if you get wet, to stay dry instead of a towel, which can stay wet and wet and wet and wet. Yeah. Anyway, um, a good thing is, is if you don't have talcum powder, you can use cornstarch.
2: Right.
0: To keep dry.
2: Who uses talcum powder these days?
0: Um. Of some people.
2: Right. Do you?
0: No. Okay.
2: <laughs> Let's move on to the next point. I reckon uh bringing a friend is the best way to keep warm. Oh yes, you, can, you know, you can hold hands, you have a little bit of a cuddle. Okay, <laughs> so if you so if your friend's name is Max, that's not that uh well, you know, it depends <laughs> what what you're into, I guess, but um yeah, long story short, if you go camping with your partner, that's a sure way to keep warm.
0: Well, you got to have um when you go camping, it's all about snuggling and things like that anyway yeah. around the campfire yeah. and Follow, there's another one. If you're bringing your furry friend, and I don't mean a man with a beard or <laughs> excessive
2: <laughs> on the chest, uh, nice cardigan.
0: Yeah, dog. If you're going to That's a campsite it. where pets are allowed, if you got your dog.
2: Especially those little lap warmers, not so much those, uh, you know, great big slobbery numbers.
0: No, because then you get wet. That's it. Um, you if you take your little dog, like we've got a little Cavoodle, Maker, Mm -hmm. and she comes along, and she just loves being sitting on.
2: She is a lap hog.
0: Everyone's lap and everyone loves her as well because she's like a little portable hot water hot water bottle. She's yes, she is. She's nice and warm, and um, that's right. So if you can't put on layers, and if you if you're keeping if it's freezing in bed and you know what the worst thing is is when you're in bed and it's cold and you need to get up in the middle of the night for a pee <laughs> tell
2: you what the worst thing is when you're snuggling you're about to snuggle up to somebody no partner of course <laughs> not just any random camping person that just happens to be at your campsite is when they put their bloody freezing cold feet on yours just oh. when you you know you're in that nice spot and all of a sudden yeah. You uh, sense this pending cuddle coming, then all of a sudden... <laughs> I hit you with the cold feet. Uh-huh. Nothing worse. <laughs> so um, if you're uh, pe- if you're thinking about a snuggle this weekend, just maybe put the socks on first.
0: Yep. Another obvious thing too is also a bit of site protection when you're picking your camp
2: mm-hmm. site. Yep. So
0: if you want to um, try and find a a warm place maybe under a tree not a red gum but a tree a bit of shelter that keeps off the frost yeah. and the coldness and and a lot of people say not to camp near bodies of water uh, might be soothing in summer but the um, the microclimates actually a lot cooler when um near, oh, near, right? near the water yeah okay it's a little bit lower but you get you also get the fog off the water too which is quite cold and yeah, it's a bit eerie. Mm, that's right. Wind. Wind is a major issue. Is that
2: after dinner? That is before? after
0: dinner. Uh, you've got to look for natural, natural features that will block those breezes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also um, if you've got your, uh, you know, like boulders, trees, uh, dense growth, tall grasses and things like that, mm-hmm. try and camp within there so you're making a natural little wind block. Because the wind, I think the wind is a whole lot worse than rain and, and things like that. Because it's just relentless, isn't it? It just keeps mm. going. And uh, also, yeah, just exposure. Because if you're out, uh, like in the outback, a lot of people think that it's quite warm in the outback. But at night, it can actually drop right down to minus oh, four and degrees. the freezing, man. That, that's right. So we, we were actually out in the Simpson Desert thinking oh it'll be all right no worries we're in a rooftop tent made of very thin material middle of the night woke up in absolute absolutely freezing and luckily the fire was still going so we got out stoked the fire kept warm a bit more and then, um, yeah, the next morning, everything had frozen over. Like If you had a tea towel out, that was frozen. Yep. If you had a bit of water left in your wash basin or whatever, that was frozen.
2: Water in the tank. You couldn't get any water to make
0: a cup of tea to warm up. That's right. And that's out in the middle of the outback. the yeah, very rank. Oh, OK. We'll come back with a bit more tips on keeping warm while you're camping this long weekend. A stretch, mate. That's an impressive camper trailer. Where'd you get that, mate? I bought it from the Dirt Off-Road Campers in Mount Barker. They specialise in Australian-made premium off-road campers designed to get you there and back in comfort and they're great to deal with too. Who are they, mate? The Dirt Off-Road Campers, the 26 Light Crescent, Mount Barker. Now that I've given you the dirt, I suggest you get to the dirt yourself. The Dirt Off-Road Campers. Check out the dirt for WD.com.au. Hills radio sponsor.
2: You're with Mike and Anita this morning on Adventure Before Dementia. We're talking about keeping warm over winter while you're camping yeah. and uh, later on in the program today we'll be talking to Jason from oh, South yes. Australian company I.O. Merino.
0: Yeah, that make fantastic undergarments and layering garments to keep you warm during activities outside, not only camping but cycling, bushwalking.
2: Yes, bush outdoor activities. Yeah, that's
0: right, even sleeping.
2: <laughs> that's it. So one other thing that you can do to keep warm while you're camping is, of course, to have a campfire, particularly at this time of the year where uh, we're outside of the fire danger season. Uh, just make sure that, you know, you clear... Well, pre- preferably you'll be having a campfire in a, uh, in a campfire pit.
0: Yep, it's the best thing too <laughs> when you're camping to have campfire. When you, when you go out camping and you can't, it's a bit of a letdown.
2: I know. Uh, um or you can use a portable campfire such as an Ospig, which essentially is a portable pot belly stove. You know, the benefit of a of a fire such as this one is it keeps the fire contained, it's off the ground so you're actually uh, getting more of the heat. And being contained, it doesn't burn a whole lot of wood, yep. so you've got the ambience of the fire without creating the huge chore that yep. can often be involved, such as collecting the wood.
0: Mm. And you can cook on it too, like mm. the Ozpig. Pig, you can cook on that, Yep. makes it easy. Two uses, and you don't need to use it while you're camping, you can use it at home too.
2: And all the little chimney bits, the legs and everything just bundle into the body itself when yeah. you're carting it around, oh, So that's right. so it's very compact.
0: There are some portable heaters too. <laughs> Yep. Uh, where you put in one of those little gas bottles. But, of course, when you use that inside your tent or camp trailer or caravan, you've got to have some, some ventilation because it does suck the up carbon the... Carbon
2: monoxide can, can poison you, in short.
0: That's right. sucks up all the uh, oxygen and uh, turns mm-hmm. it into poisonous gas. Yes, though. that's right.
2: That's so you should always have uh, heaters, certainly fixed-mounted heaters, that are installed by a professional rather than, you know, your mate's mate. Yeah, yes, that's right.
0: Another obvious thing is to eat some warm food. So while you're cooking that fire, if you've got your camp oven going, like we were talking about a couple of weeks back, cooking up a nice warm meal, it warms you up on the inside and it just sort of radiates out. And a nice hot cup of tea or whatever. A lot of people hit the bottle. Really? Yes.
2: With their head or...?
0: No, drinking like port and red wine, but that actually dehydrates you and makes you even colder.
2: Sometimes it makes you do wee wee's more oh often God. too.
0: <laughs> Who is this person? It's not. It's not good to drink a lot anyway. I know that's what people do when they go out camping, but it's it's pretty bad for you. So keep um, alcohol to a minimum, especially up if you're up in the snow camping and have uh, little bits of hydration just to mm-hmm. uh, get. And cold water sort of actually warms your body, your metabolism starts re- working a lot faster and warms you up that way too. So Interesting. Yeah, that's right. So if you drink a little water an hour before bed and then hit the bathroom right before bedtime, that sort that's of uh, helps that out there. Shake
2: out every last drop too. So.
0: Helps hydrate your body and aids in blood circulation which helps you to avoid the chilli restroom run in the middle of the night. That's the worst thing. I hate that, I hate that. Or the bucket. In the bucket. Midnight snack as well. Some people uh, will try munching on some high-protein food which will keep your digestive system working longer and they're simple sugars too. So it sort of gets things working inside and then things that work inside radiate the heat out. Interesting. Very interesting.
2: Accurate, not sure, but interesting,
0: (laughs) yes. That's right.
2: Then there's other things that you can try, such as uh, some would say this is the wuss's way out, (laughs) the uh, 12-volt electric blanket. You you can get these uh, from certain suppliers.
0: They do exist.
2: Um, This contrasts from a 240-volt like a normal electric blanket that you have at home, you can still use those. Obviously, you would, you would need an inverter to run those, but a 12-volt electric blanket just runs straight off your camper trailers yep. or caravans. It doesn't
0: use much Natural
2: power system. at all, does it? draws a few amps, but, um, Not much. you know.
0: Not like a fridge.
2: Or you could just go the hot water bottle. That's right. Um, you can still buy those around. That's if you got hot water. Yeah, well, you have to boil the kettle first yes. on your gas stove or fire or whatever. That's right. You can invest in quality bedding, so bedding that is suitable to the climate, the cool climate that you're uh, in.
0: That's right. Check your sleeping bag, what rating it is, and the thing is, is that it is actually good to spend a bit of money on quality rather than buying cheap stuff because it won't do what it says.
2: It's no fun being cold, trust me. In the middle of nowhere, with no partner to hug. (laughs) It's just a downward spiral of misery. So you've
0: got to check the ratings, and if the bags are rated for the lowest temperature, they can generally keep their occupants comfortable. Um, But keep in mind that... uh, What is it? Men's universal bags are rated for men's comfort. So the same bag might be chilly for women, but it's actually... uh, it's a little bit cooler for men so because some women have menopause it's actually Ooh. you're quite warm menopause. but m- men can be quite hot so that that's another thing i and think the,
2: th- the thing with sleeping bags too is about minimizing big open spaces so if you've got this uh summer rated sleeping bag which uh effectively looks like a big huge sack it's going to have lots of open space and you want to uh, essentially minimize those mm.
0: And get a hooded sleeping bag as well oh, to put over totally. your head. Another thing is, is if you wear a beanie to bed, I did I did read that you shouldn't actually put the sleeping bag over your head because while you're breathing there's condensation and then you get wet again and you get cold. So the best thing is is to keep your head out of the sleeping bag, tie it up around you so that you're breathing out the cold air. If you're going to put a scarf on and a hat, that's the good way to go, but you shouldn't actually put you your head you under. you strangle
2: yourself if you go to bed with a...
0: Well, you would.
2: I'll share a tip with (laughs) listeners. Here's here's one, and this is one that I use all the time. He does is uh, when you go to bed, (laughs) you stick your head under the doona, and it's you know assumes that you haven't had a big steak or curry or. Uh, and it's hours into the evening at this point. But uh, if you put your head under the doona, uh a few short breaths, and you are actually quite warm, and then yeah. you can stick your head, your head out. Back out into the atmosphere again.
0: That's right. Now, not only the sleeping bag you've got to concentrate on and having a nice pillow, but it's actually the sleeping mat. You shouldn't sleep directly on the ground.
2: That's it. Because
0: the ground is pretty cold, and if It'll you use an air mattress, you. if you use an air mattress... That keys, actually yeah, is that quite is. cool too because mm. the air just circulates yep. around there. So you have to find a sleeping pad that is actually uh, insulated. Mm. Absolutely. And there, there are a few out there or you get a um, swag, swag? No. I
2: don't know. What are you talking about? A
0: stretcher. So a you're stretcher. off the ground. Yes. And um, yeah, it's just that that structure of foam that actually, it can be quite cool because it retains the air. But if you have some insulating properties, um, you'll you'll keep quite warm, and then your sleeping bag on top. It's little things you don't really think about. You'll go get a cheap air mattress, and and it doesn't really, yeah. You lose a lot of heat
2: and air sometimes.
0: Mm. Reduce heat heat loss and comfort. Oh, now another thing is, is if you've got a tent or a uh, camper Camp trailer. trailer. <laughs> The good thing is is that if you have a <laughs> tropical roof or a fly that you normally use when it's a hot day to keep off the hot, deflect yep. the heat more, yep. this is good for the winter too because it actually deflects the cool okay. and the frost so that if it does get icy on your tent or yep. camper trailer, yep. it um, won't build up too much condensation inside the tent because mm. the ice is outside. Oh, okay, there you go. There you go. So you want a good fly coverage, and that a fly a tropical roof, same sort of thing. So it keeps the chilly air and the wind from creeping in too. And vents. If you've got vents in your tent, you, you sort of want to keep them shut because you think, oh, the cold air is going to come in. But you've got to let some of that um, condensation to escape during the night because if you close them, the inclement inclement the weather. <laughs> I'll get it right. I haven't had my weather. coffee yet. Um, that sort of will. It yep. won't really come in, but it will keep the um, the tent pretty dry and yep. and uh, not so wet. You got a song for us? Oh, I don't know. What would you like to hear? Hmm.
2: Well, let's just let's just go with the next one you've got on the list.
0: <laughs> okay, let's go a bit of kite string tangle. Can you say that quickly five times?
2: Got um, Given the
0: chance it would. Here they are. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia, 88.9 FM Hills Radio with Anita and Mike until nine o'clock this morning. You're listening to Adventure Before Dementia here on 88.9 FM Hills Radio. And before that break, we just had a cot string tangle with Given the Chance. And on today's show, Adventure Before Dementia, we're talking about keeping warm while camping.
2: That's it. And on the program this morning, we're talking to Jason from South Australian company I.O. Marino. Good morning, Jason.
1: Good morning, uh, Mike and Anita. How are you going?
2: Very well. You are keeping warm yeah. this morning, are you? <laughs>
1: Well, I'm down at Henley Beach this morning, so it's actually not too
0: bad outside. But, uh, nice. You're not one of
2: those fit, enthusiast people who go running around early in the morning, are you? Uh, I like
1: to get out on my bike uh, in the morning, Mike, so I'm one of those uh, people you see in Lyca riding up and down the beach, so that's <laughs> normally me on a weekend.
2: <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, Jason, one thing that I noticed immediately when I uh, first got came across this io merino product was the softness of the wool how is it possible to get i mean naturally you would think wool would be an an itchy well, sort of you material had,
0: you had the jumper when you were a kid that was wool and it would drive it crazy it was so itchy yeah. so how is it that io merino is so soft and and so, beautiful
1: um the i guess merino wool is is the best quality wool and then we use what we call um, super fine merino, so it's it's eighteen point five microns so it's the finest, mm-hmm. um, and I, I guess the best wool we can source. So it's, it's beautiful when you touch it; you can feel how how soft and 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 even how uh, how warm it is.
0: So, yep, yeah,
2: nice, very good. Now, can you tell us the? I mean, most people would be familiar with sort of standard undergarments, you know, a synthetic undergarment that you might get from a uh, camping store. What, what what is the difference between say a merino undergarment and a synthetic undergarment?
1: Um, I, I guess you're sort of starting to talk about you know why we use wool. Yes. Yep. And um, the the main reasons about why you would use wool it it actually keeps you warmer. So mm-hmm. uh, if if you think about a I guess like a wetsuit, um, you know the neoprene it, it traps. Um, you know, air and, and um, in in between the layers, and what it actually does, the wool will then um, warm up. Um, you know, to body temperature, so it traps that layer of air in there and it keeps mm-hmm. you nice and warm. So, so that's how um, the, the merino wool
2: um, works in terms of keeping you warm. Okay, and the uh, the merino's got sort of better properties for keeping you warm in terms of. Um you know regulating
0: body
2: temperature and yeah. other things yeah
1: yeah it has yeah so um i, I guess one of the things that it does do it, it's breathable so mm-hmm. um you know it keeps your your it keeps your body temperature nice and and level yep um you know it's um uh some of the other other benefits of it is that it's um you know it, it wicks away moisture from your skin so it, it draws the moisture out and then Pops it on the outside of the garment and then allows that to uh, to be taken out to the environment. Um, it's also odor resistant as well, so it's good for camping, you know, and, mm. and if yep. you're away on a holiday. So that's
0: a good. Um, point.
1: The, the chemicals in the in the wool actually break down some of the, the I guess the, the stink, so it's, um, yep. it's really good from that perspective as well.
0: It's quite amazing how that works. Though you'd think that you're wearing it close to your body, getting warm and hot and yeah,
2: smelly, totally but totally pong
0: out. It actually doesn't.
1: No, it doesn't. No, it's, I guess it's it's almost like nature is, you know, it's sort of,
0: mm.
1: um, ideal, um, you know, garments are wearing in a whole range of um, areas. Like, I mean, I, I use my products for, um, you know, for exercise. So I get out on my bike and I'll, I'll wear them as undergarments and they work perfect for that. But you can, you know, I, I also wear, wear mine when I go to the footy, keep myself warm, um, you know, i wear some stuff for work as undergarments at work. Uh, when I go to trade shows, i would be wearing it. So mm. it's, um, yeah, it, I guess you can kind of use them anywhere and it's it's really lightweight as well. So ideal for travelling because you mm-hmm. don't have to pack, um, yep. you know, big, big garments. Yep. Um, and then the other, one of the other benefits, I think, for travelling is also, um, you know, the fact that because um, it's so thin... Um, you, you know you're not taking up a lot of space either yeah yep so um, that's one of the one of the real benefits kind of so and layering is really important with um, with wool so what what you can do is if it's cold in the morning you layer up and out you go because the garments are quite thin and light it's easy to take a layer off and pop it in the backpack or um, you know take it away and um, and then you can keep yourself nice and regulated and if it gets cold you can obviously lay it back up again so um yeah so wool's re- it's a it's a really good product so um and it's a natural product and and it's australian wool finest wool that we can source so
0: yeah.
2: um yeah jason we might uh roll into a song but if you wouldn't mind holding on to the line we've got a lot more we'd like to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah more I like
0: it br- at all. the I.O. Merino products. A bit of Tash Sultana. Sultana, Soldana, Sultana.
2: Just mumble, I find works well.
0: And that was the jungle. And that's a place where you actually stay quite hot. and It's not like up here where at the moment it's quite cold and freezing.
2: That's it. We are talking about keeping warm this morning on Adventure Before Dementia and on the line at the moment we've got Jason from uh, South Australian company I.O. Merino. Now, Jason, uh, just before the break we were talking about the importance of layering. Mm. Um, can you perhaps run through the different products uh, available, uh, different layering yep. products, you know?
0: And what is layering? <laughs> so uh, so
2: la- layering is just the process of putting...
1: You know two or three woolen products together to keep it nice and warm mm-hmm. so we have like a close contact layer which sits on the skin um and then you have like a mid type layer which can be a little bit thicker or, or similar thickness but maybe just a fraction looser so a looser kit um and then we'd have like an outer layer which is generally a little bit warmer so like a jacket hoodie type scenario um yep. but still really really thick and um I guess, full of merino wool, so it keeps you nice and warm. So that's the process of, of layering. Um, and, um, you know, from, from that perspective, I guess, you can regulate your temperature when you're, you know, walking, exercising, um, you know, doing whatever activity you like.
2: So. Does and
0: that
2: make sense? Yes. Yep, no, all good. So what would be the, the best sellers, the most popular products? So generally
1: our our contact or, or like our paisley products are good so our, our altitude range is really good um and they are you know products like our, our long sleeve um crew neck um our t-shirts traditionally been good we've got a product called the mongrel which is a multi-colored um product yep um which is quite eye-catching and and yeah it's uh it's been really popular with a lot of the punters out there yep. um so we have people that are, I guess a whole range of different people use our products. So we have people that, you know, climb mountains, um, you know, an adventure type people. We have uh, walkers, hikers, a lot of trail runners. Trail mm-hmm. runners are becoming quite popular now.
2: Um, okay.
1: And then just people wanting to keep warm campers. I mean, my wife wears one just to, to work at that when it's cold because the office is cold. <laughs> um, so. It's I guess it's a range of, but they're really lovely, like the contact on the skin. Mm-hmm. It's just it's mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful product. So, it's, yeah. um, so soft, and it's a, a, we are a, a South Australian company, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you know the the history of um,
0: no.
1: the the Michelles. So, David Michelle and his brother, um, they I think it's a 140 year wool history. Um, they have that uh, a wool processing, washing. Um, yarning business out Salisbury way, um, Salisbury Elizabeth, so I think they employ over 100 people here. Um, so we, we've got really good wool knowledge and then from there the, the two brothers decided they wanted to, um, I guess, utilise the quality of the product they were seeing, so they decided that, that they wanted to make some outdoor adventure garments that they'd like to wear, so that was how the, the company started mm, about right. 18, mm. 18, 20 years ago.
2: So. Yeah. <coughs> Can you uh, just run us quickly through the range, Jason? So um, yeah. So, our range of products is, um, like I said, there's probably
1: three main categories. So, we have like a, a base layer, we've got products for men and women. Yep. So, that base layer is, is the altitude range. Yep. Um, and, and that's, you know, good for just generally keeping you warm when it's cold or, or exercising, one of the two. Um, and then we go um, through to, I guess it's like a mid layer. Um, So we've got tops, um, bottoms. Um, We have some underwear, which is really nice to wear. I don't know whether you guys have seen the underwear.
0: I'm amazed at the underwear. I would have thought wearing wool (laughs) next to your skin, you'd be going, oh, 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 but it's actually (laughs) really, it's really soft. It's almost like silk. It
1: it feels like. As I mentioned earlier, it's um, eighteen point five microns, so it's super mm. fine. It's, it's thinner than a human hair, wow. um, and it's when you knit that together, it comes into a you know, really soft, beautiful garment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you really, I actually wear the underwear to bed
0: because um, wow. it helps <laughs> 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 That's now, too what, much information. What, what about washing? So, Can you do? You have to wash by hand every time, or no,
1: no, you, you just do a normal wash. Um, David suggested you could wash it with normal clothes, and he said it kind of oh, really? helps a little bit. Yeah, but um, I, I would just wash it. I would probably wash your wool stuff together yep. um, in, in a wool wash, yep. um, <clears throat> you know, with, in cold water, and, and really it's just like washing any other garments. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it does. It's very... It, and it not hanging up on the line or hanging on a coat hanger, actually uh, uh, dry it flat and keep and yeah, it is- more flat
1: best to dry it flat. It yep. can grow a little bit when it's wet, so yeah, best best just to light it flat. Um I'll go over the top of something, could would be, be nice. Or, yeah. um, but um, in, in saying that, there's probably less washing that you need to do based on the antimicrobial or the anti-stink benefits that it has.
0: Anti-stink, I like that. Anti-stink,
1: yeah, <laughs> anti-stink. Microbial, I think it's there's chemicals in there that, that react to um, like sulphur and stuff like that that we have to keep oh, that cool. smell away. So, Excellent. Yeah, and it's and it's really good for the uh, environment as well.
0: Oh yes, so, that's right. We're using our own little sheepies, shearing our we sheepies. Are, that's and right. And yeah. I suppose you can imagine if you know sheep are outside all the time, they're getting wet and, and dirty and whatever, uh, and with um, and, hot. and hot. That's right. But they actually keep cool because the wool either retains the heat and uh, even though it does get wet it still keeps quite it keeps you warm isn't it so it does
1: even even when it's wet it does keep you warm yeah so quite amazing um, it's it is it is an amazing i guess it's nature's own you know little um product that that is is suitable for you know all sorts of uses in terms Mm. of
0: Excellent. Well thank you so much Jason. That's been very informative today about our IoMerino products. If you want to know more, just go to the Adventure Before Dementia eighty eight point
2: nine Facebook
0: page and we'll have links all over that so you can find out where to purchase your your IoMerino undergarments over garments and anything else that you sort of want to Undies and, and undies terrific okay and
1: undies, exactly yeah all right and uh, i just hope that everybody keeps nice and warm over there yes. uh, over the break and thanks very much for having us on really appreciate your time no yeah. worries really thanks nice jason you guys. Take, take care cheers. bye
0: we'll speak soon bye um, move around keep warm isn't it absolutely that was avici with wake me up Wake me up, would you? Yeah, wake up. You're listening to Anita and Mike here on Adventure Before Dementia until 9 o'clock this morning. And we're talking about keeping warm while camping and being outside and things like that because, yeah, it might sound easy, but it's not sometimes.
2: That's it. You do have to keep moving. There are, of course, a couple of things on this weekend which you may or may not be aware of. There is the annual Fink Desert Race on in Alice Springs. Oh, awesome. Or just out of Alice Springs. This is a time where you can see um, pretty impressive machinery. <laughs>
0: Fly. logging
2: along over these sand dunes, <laughs> you know, big, big buggies with uh, glorious uh, V8 engines. Oh, yeah. Thundering away, it's just a. It, it is quite a unique experience. You can camp along the track, you know, a safe distance back, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, quite a safe um, distance. Yep,
2: and it is a great weekend of uh, camaraderie with all motorsport enthusiasts. Uh, you can get down there for the sort of pre-inspection period. So this is the time where the where all the judges are going over the machinery to make sure it meets the regulations so you can, um, you know, have a bit of a sticky beak at this stuff, nice and close and personal. Yep. Um, And, yeah, uh, camping in the desert is quite a unique spot as well. You know, wake up in the morning and study the tracks of the little lizards and snakes and dingoes and other things that have been... Pounding around your campsite during the night in the wee hours. Yep, camels. That's it. <laughs> no, it's quite special. Yes. The other sort of big thing happening this weekend is, of course, the opening of the snow season. Oh, yeah. In, uh, you know, in the Alps area of oh, Victoria, New South Wales. They've
0: then they've had an excellent start to the year already. A great layer of uh, snow. It's already been open, I think, a week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... I think there's a few sales on tickets at the moment. Falls Creek always has an early bird offer and things like that. So it's a great place to go, even if you go tobogganing or have a snow fight. It's awesome fun up in the snow.
2: That's it. And uh, something else to keep an eye out for is in uh, the Weekender Herald this week, I think on page 11, there was a great story um, written by yours truly, (laughs) Anita and Mike. Who? Anita and Mike. (laughs) Um, on the beautiful Karajini National Park. Now, if you've never been out to Karajini, it's in the Pilbara area of Western Australia. It's where the rock is that beautiful red ochre colour. Mm. It's offset beautifully by that bright green spinifex um, landscape um, Sites such as Flat Top mesas, which mm. are those sort of flat top mountains, and it's just a, a, a beautiful area of the world. So if you haven't seen that, uh, check that out in the weekender Herald.
0: And And if you wanna talk about any if you want us to talk about any sort of subject, camping, outdoorsy, anything like that, hit us up on our Facebook page, Adventure Before Dementia 88.9. We also post a lot of pictures and and things that we've actually been talking about on air so that you get to know what we're talking about. But that's, that's pretty much it for us tonight, this tonight. morning. Oh God. See, that's how it
2: is. Stick around for the boys from Bricks and Mortar.
0: And we'll see you next week for another action-packed show of Adventure Before Dementia. Enjoy the long weekend.
2: See ya.